Steady Picks Radio. Welcome into Happy Hour. I'm your host, Ricky, here with my co-host. What's happening, Michelle? What's happening, Ricky? Not too much. It's early, Michelle. It is. It's early on a Monday morning. I'm on five-hour energy number two. Wow. To, To put it into perspective for you, yeah. It's one of those days. Late night with the Eagles, but they do get the W. All right, Ricky, you're getting ahead of yourself. Before we talk about the Eagles, let's do a breakdown, like a little betting breakdown of the weekend. Let's see how we did. All right. You want to you rip them off? I will I'll, rip I'll them the off. Notes? Yeah, absolutely. So to start it off, we have the Lions versus the Ravens, which was an in- incredible game in a, the worst way possible. A beatdown. Uh, literally a beatdown. It was sad to watch honestly but we had we took the ravens yes minus, we did minus two and a half on the 16th and that was big michelle that we we took them last week for anybody who wants i always like love hearing back what we said last week and i think this is one of those i haven't done that but i think it's going to age well we crushed the closing line we got two and a half it closed there was some three and a half so wow. it, it moved all the way through three um, so yeah, first bet caches All takeaways. Right. Did you have any thoughts? Cause I have one big one. No, no. I mean, it was just sad to watch to be honest, but what was your takeaway? Jameer Gibbs. He did. Yeah. I trade for him and he breaks out. He comes home and performs immediately. Shout out to him, but that's all it was. I mean, like, it's crazy that he performed big in fantasy football and the Lions have six points on the board. He had, like, nine catches. It's absurd. It's absurd. Um, Moving on to the Raiders versus the Bears. Let me ask you this, Michelle. Let me just get his name. Tyson Bajan. Is he? Is this a thing? You know about him? I know that he played better than Fields. But do you know the story? I don't. I have no idea who he is. Quick little story of him. He was like the Division Two Heisman winner. Mm. Just wild to see like a D2 quarterback um, out there in general. But really cool story. I'm not going to bore everyone with it. The ultimate underdog and the Bears win. They, they win by a long shot. What was the closing line for that? Game. Closing line was Raiders minus two and a half. I think this is one to really look at. The spread fell through three. Okay. You always talk about how important that signal is and, you know, something to always monitor. This one was sitting at three and it came back through. So pretty sharp move on Chicago there. And we had no bets. So. No bets. No bets. So moving on to the Browns versus the Colts. That they w- might cut this because I'm about to... Say what it is right now. Say what it is. Deshaun Watson is the biggest fucking bum in NFL history. Straight up, Michelle. Fuck Deshaun Watson. Not uh, even just from a bitter Browns better point of view. I had them in the um, contest because I think they were like one and a half or two and a half. It was a good a good value bet. He's just such a bum. Everything about him, even when he was playing, he looked awful. Then he's... I don't know. I don't want to get into it, but I am the biggest, like, I guess, hater of Deshaun Watson on the planet. Can't stand him. Fully guaranteed contract. Yeah. Whoever gave him that, 
He's an idiot. Oh my gosh, you sh- should not be employed. But this was keep not it one of our bets, though, right? Um, Steady Picks had Browns got uh, got took on that two point. Yeah, but conversion. not happy hour. Happy hour, no. nothing. Okay, nope. so then we we've got. Off. Oh no, we did, we did, we had Browns minus two. Sickening. Uh, oh, okay. the two point conversion would have won the bet. Sickening. Steady Picks had a three, so uh, actually it it was a worse beat for us, Michelle. Yeah. And how many units did we have on that? It was a half unit. Okay. Um, and so was the. Ravens. So through Cancels these out. through these games, we went one and one so far for the break even, but we have more. All right. So the next game we have this one, I just can't. I don't even want to talk about this one. But the Bills versus the Patriots. The <sighs> betting wise, Buffalo is favored, it's opening at minus eight and a half, closing at minus seven and a half. It moved New England all week. I think even like a lot of contrarian bettors were afraid to back the Patriots. I did take that teaser that I'm sure a lot of people did with the the Bills in it. I mean, what is there to say? Josh Allen looked terrible. I'm going to say it. That's who I think is like, just looks bad. He looks bad this year. League of extremes. One week, the Patriots are losing 34 nothing to the the Raiders, who just got smoked by the Bears, and now they're beating the Buffalo Bills. Just a wild league. I just can't. Okay, moving on to the Commanders versus the Giants. I'm very upset with myself that I didn't have a Giants ticket. Home divisional dogs, the full three points they were offering. Congrats to everybody who had a Giants bet. I think that was a really good play. But I did not have a ticket, and I do not think Steady Picks did either. All right, so moving on, we have the Falcons versus the Buccaneers. This one was pretty much Bucks minus two and a half the whole week. Maybe a couple threes flickered on Sunday, but I mean, they didn't want to give the threes on Atlanta. Strong signal there. The Falcons quarterback, Desmond Ritter, kind of like did everything he could do not to cover this game. He he had a terrible fumble running one in. He had another bad turnover, but weird, weird day with Bijan Robinson. He's active, but doesn't really play. He wasn't feeling well. It was an odd game, but the Falcons win it outright and cover. I think the biggest takeaway from that game was it was at London that did that ridiculous flip into the end zone. I saw that. It looked like he broke his neck. Literally though. broke his neck. I feel like that was the biggest takeaway. Um, oh, yeah. That ended up being like a fumble. I think that, that might have been the other play I was thinking about. Um, I think that got ruled like, yeah, like a fumble through the end zone or something crazy. Absurd. Uh, moving on to the Steelers versus the Rams. Our uh, biggest bet of the week. Double big. as big as the others. Yep. They win outright. Najee Harris, a little bit of uh, positive signs from him. Kenny Pickett looked good. I started him in fantasy. He outpointed um, a lot of top dogs this week. So, uh, But I don't know. I think it was kind of like a 50-50 game that the Steelers were able to edge out kind of like we thought. 
Absolutely. And what? how many units did we have on this flight? Full unit. Okay. Through, uh, and through this point, Michelle, it's been really just like one unit and half unit plays. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for everyone to realize too, because like when you look at different handicappers, you're going to see people who are up 70 units, 40 units, you know, like these large amounts, but they're not betting the same way that we are. You know, we're up, I think, like 5.4 units on half and full unit plays, you know, so we're chipping our way up there. We're not having these extreme highs and lows. Um, and I just think that's important to note for the listeners of like, that's how we're, you know, we're, we're going about this. Yep. That said, I'm about to uptick the units this week in the wow. next segment. So. Okay. Uh, we'll move on real quick to the last four games. We've got the Cardinals versus Seahawks. Um, trying to think of a takeaway. I think it, like, played out exactly. Seahawks. Almost exactly as you would have thought. You yes. know, just like a sloppy Seahawks win. Defense, again, looks really good. My boy Witherspoon, another pick. Um, John and I have been really, you know, preaching the Seahawks defense. A lot of young talent, and I think they look good. Yeah. All right, moving on to, oh, this was a heartbreak. Packers versus the Broncos. Off the Jordan Love wagon in the biggest way. Yeah, it's not very good. This line did move. I mean, not it wasn't massive, but it opened up with Green Bay minus one, closing at Denver minus one and a half. Yeah, a lot of late money seemed to come in on uh, Denver. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because around like, like 12 o'clock, Michelle, the, the limits get raised a lot. So you start to see some really big bets coming in that push the spread one way or the other. And this was definitely one of those where some heavy action came in on, uh, on Denver late. Um, Fuck Jordan Love. Yeah. No, I mean, it wasn't an exciting game. So two more games quickly. We've got the Chargers versus the Chiefs. We had a small bet here. We did, and it was for the Chargers to win, right? Yeah. Plus six? So. Yep. And I don't know. I, I'm starting to think. So I'm categorizing QBs, Michelle, almost with, like, they're the guys with talent and then the guys who are, like, winners. You mm -hmm. know, like, perfect example with our, our next game we'll get into. Jalen Hurts not only has talent, but he's a winner. He, he has, wants, He yeah. has dog in him. He's... He's going to go win you a game. With big stakes on the line, you don't want Justin Herbert no, playing quarterback. I, I and have, we see it more and more every week. Yeah, I have him in one of my fantasy football leagues, and he is just disappointing. I'm pretty sure Love outscored Herbert. I could be wrong, but at one Kenny point— Kenny Pickett did. I mean, it's just pathetic. It's pathetic. He has so many weapons. There, There's no reason for it. Chiefs played— normal like they I don't know like I wouldn't say that they outdid themselves last night so it is what it is it is what it is so we lost that one but that's okay moving on to the Dolphins versus Eagles great game definitely some bumps for the Eagles they get out to a big lead again hit some bumps and then ultimately 
Jalen's able to step up, make the big plays. A.J. Brown makes some big plays. The defense steps up, Michelle. And Julio had a couple catches. Yeah, Smith saying. actually caught the ball this week a couple times. Another quiet day for Smith, though. True. He's, he's been a little quiet, but yeah, great win. I mean, I could also tell when Jalen, there was something, there was a turnover uh, beginning of the play, and he was on the bench, and you could tell he wasn't pissed. He wasn't mad at his, his teammates. He was mad at himself, and he came out and played well the rest of the game. Um, on this note, Michelle, real quick, I've got a new segment for us. Oh. That I'm introducing this week. Shout out to the Sporting Intelligence Show on Steady Picks because I'm kind of like they gave I'm they do something similar, but I'm just taking the idea a little, flipping it up, and that's where this came from. So I don't want to, you know, I want to credit them. Okay. They do like a segment called like flowers. Uh-huh. Where they pick one person to uh, give the flowers to. Kind of like Each Bachelor. Week. Okay. All right. Yeah, like someone who deserves their flowers for the week. But ours is going to be called the Big Ball segment of the week. And I know you'll love this, Michelle, because it was half your idea. Inspired by Brock Purdy. Okay. All right. I see where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. So are you going to ask me who do I think had the biggest balls this week? Who is your Big Ball player of the week? This is tough. You're putting me on the spot. But honestly, I don't even see that, say this lightly. Uh, Jalen Hurts, for sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's hurt. Hopefully it's not too serious. Even his after-the-game interview, he he was like, nope, we got to win a game. He threw on a brace, and he came out and won the game, and he led that offense. So I'm going to give it to Jalen Hurts this week. I think that's well-deserved. Especially, he was tush-pushing left and right. He was tush-pushing. His knee probably doesn't feel good when he gets tush-pushed. He's underneath all those heavy men. All right, I love it. But unfortunately, my big ball player of the week, not not a player, my big ball performance of the week. You got a water boy? Nope. It's going to Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni. Fourth and one on his own, like, 20, Michelle. Fourth and one on his own 20. This fucking guy. First, he sends the punt unit out. Calls a timeout. Goes back. Tush push. Tush push. Tush push first down. Ends up being the defining drive in the game. I like it. I like it. So, that's where we're at. Shout out to Jalen Hurts and to... Nick Sirianni, big and ball performances of the week. The good old tush push. Um, let's move on to early bets for week eight, and then we'll wrap up the episode with Monday Night Football. Sounds good. Let me pull up the, the spreads for us, as we usually do. I'm going to put you back on the spot, Michelle. Give me a jam. I don't know. Ricky, put something good on. All right, that was a Mac. All right. Do you want to read the games? Yep. So let's start with Sunday, one o'clock games. We got the Saints versus the Colts. Um, I guess the best one is plus one and a half. So the, the Colts are favored by. 
by looks like a point, a point and a half. Yeah. Okay. You know, I think one thing to think about with this game, they looked really good in that building. Like something about the Colts playing at home, they seem to just really roll. Um, and Taylor's kind of turning on at this point. Taylor looks like he's back. Gardner Minshew's a really good backup QB. I don't... Saints are struggling. I'm not going to bet this one early, Michelle, but... Keep an eye out for this yeah, one? Yeah, keep an eye out on the, where All this right. one goes. I mean, this is just... I feel like it's a true pick em. Yeah. So we'll, we'll stay off for now. Next, we've got Jacksonville versus Pittsburgh. Yeah, this game's in Pittsburgh, too, so... Jacksonville is favored at this point. I think it's another minus one and a half. Yeah. Home do home dogs for Pittsburgh. I'm not going to bet them early here. My hope is that this line steams toward Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. They've looked really good in recent weeks. Um, and maybe we get closer to a three. But, yeah, I mean, I almost wonder if grabbing Jacksonville, just the more fluid offense you know they've been scoring points a lot easier you touch it rabbit I, I hate to fade the Steelers because I you know they're our squad this year but I'm gonna grab a one and a half over at Caesars minus 110 half unit half unit Jacksonville Jaguars all right we're and waiting for the big balls to come out you said it before yeah these are these aren't the games that I love yet okay but just a note here, too. Remember that Jacksonville's got those few extra days of um, rest, yep. rest and preparation. All right, moving on to Houston versus Carolina. It's a minus three for Houston in Carolina, who is 0-6. Not touching it. I will never bet on Bryce Young the rest of the season. Okay. And that would be where I'd be looking to go. So, right. pass for me, but... Um, you think there's some value with Carolina, three points at home. You know what? Should I? Should we? Should we disregard the hate for Bryce? This is a good. I feel like this is a good play. Do you, I mean if you would like to? I, I, they've got to get one win under their belt, and I feel like if it's going to be any weeks home against Houston, maybe the the play to make. The only reason you're getting three points with them right now is because they haven't covered a spread yet. Yeah. And like you, people like me just won't won't back them, but we'll stay off. We'll stay, stay off. Okay. I'm not gonna bet it. Keep it moving. All right, Philadelphia versus uh, the Washington Commanders in Washington. Uh, Eagles are favored. What does it look like? Five and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half. At some spots. It's a tough divisional game. It is. Eagles couldn't cover this number at home. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on this one. I just don't have much interest in the game from a betting perspective, so okay. we'll keep it moving. Moving on to the LA Rams versus Dallas. Dallas is favored minus five and a half, minus six in some spots. Want to talk about a big ball play of the week? Okay, I'm listening. Rams money line. Wow, minus or uh, plus two twenty? Is that the best? Oh, I, I took it at plus 210, but there is a plus 220. Um, yep, I got Rams, money line, plus 210. 
been really impressed with Matthew Stafford and this offense, the healthy Cooper Cup. Um, upset alert. You heard it here. How many units? Half, but it will net. Yeah. You know, like, so, but that's not, that's not the, the big play. Okay. That's just a ballsy play. All right. So we'll lock that one in for the money line. Then we have, I think it's the Patriots versus Miami. Is that what's next? Yeah. Give me one second. I just messed our odds tracker up. Yeah, Patriots, knew it. Yep. There we go. First Miami. Obviously, Miami is a huge favorite in this game. The spread is uh, minus 11 and a half. As soon as I hop back on the Patriots, they'll be week five oh, Patriots. I'm not touching so, this. But I do think, again, this is a divisional game with Patriots team coming off of a, a win where they looked good, getting 11 and a half points. But yeah, we'll, we'll keep it moving. But I mean, you can't, I feel like you can't argue some value on New England there. No. Uh, then we've got the battle of the New York teams. We've got the Jets versus the Giants. If you like the Giants, there's, there's some three and a halves out there. Maybe take a look at that. I am not going to get involved here. Um, too much uncertainty just with these offenses, really. Saquon did look really good. He last did, weekend. but They're, he, it's like you hold your breath with him. I like him, but is he hurt? Is he not hurt? Like, it's I just you. hard to tell. Like his arm was, it was his shoulder, his ankle, his knees. So I, I worry about him a little bit, but. All right, we'll move on. You're not, no bet there, right? No bet. Okay, so we're going to move on to Atlanta versus Tennessee. Uh, Atlanta is favored minus, it looks like one, one and a half across the board. See, Tennessee's coming off their bye week. <clears throat> Excuse me, Vrabel coming off the bye, I believe has been really good. I'll, I'll double check on that. But I, if anything, I think this is a spot where you, you would normally be looking at Tennessee at home as dogs, but the quarterback position is so murky. I don't know what's going on with Tannehill. Malik Willis doesn't really look NFL ready. I don't know if Will Levis is NFL ready. So it's just hard for me to jump in here. All right, so I'll move on to Minnesota versus Green Bay. It looks like Green Bay is favored between one and one and a half. Jordan Love is on the do not bet list. Okay. You want to bet do against it. him? Can't do it. I... I want to see how Minnesota performs tonight against a very good 49ers team who's banged up. We'll get to that game at the end, but no reason for me to jump in now. Okay. So it's kind of a pick at this point. So then we've got the Cleveland Browns versus Seattle Seahawks. Seattle is favored. It's minus two and a half. Looks like almost across the board. So this is the one. This is the one. This is the one. Sean Watson's a fucking bum, Michelle. I, I've said it, and I'm going to say it again. If he plays in this game, he's going to get outdueled by Geno Smith, and Pete Carroll's going to have his squad ready to go for this game at home. I am very fearful of that uh, Browns defensive line, mm -hmm. especially if this is like a cold game 
it's going to be tough for, for Gino. You know, DK's banged up, but the thing is, they just gave up like 40 points or whatever to the Colts. I think outside of the defensive line and outside of the pass rush, there's a lot of problems. They're stealing wins right now. Like, uh, the 49ers missed a field goal. Yeah. Could have had it. Last, the Colts had them. You know, like, they got bailed out by the refs. I mean, we're going to go with one unit mm-hmm. right now. We're going to take a two and a half. In fear of if this line moves to three, um, we want to make sure we get in at this number. But this is a game, Michelle, that throughout the week, I might circle back and double down on. Just for all those same reasons that kind of just said. I think they're so vulnerable right now, this Cleveland Browns team. And I think Seattle's playing really good football. I just hope that DK's back and Deshaun Watson's playing. Like, yeah. I want Deshaun Watson to be playing. He's a turnover waiting to happen every time he drops back. All right. So we'll put one unit on and potentially more later. Um, we are moving on to the Kansas City Chiefs versus Denver. Kansas City is favored. This looks like eight and a half, almost across the board. Kansas, they, uh, they should have no problem here. No. I think this is going to be like a popular teaser spot. There's a couple other games coming up in this last group here. If if anyone's interested in teasing with, but. I see no reason why Kansas City will struggle in Denver. No, I don't think so either. Defense is terrible. Jordan Love made that defense look formidable. They're awful. All right. So and they might be trading uh, Sertain. There's, there's been rumors of the Eagles even going after them. Uh, they're top corner. So I think they're selling the pieces they got. And, you know, we'll see. Are you taking an official bet on this game? I'm not, no. Okay, we'll move on then. So moving on to Cincinnati versus San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco is favored, minus five and a half, minus six. Michelle, this is the one. This is the one. This is the actual one. Who do you like here? (sighs) I'm going. One full unit, mm-hmm. Bengals plus six. Okay, in San Francisco. In San Francisco, minus 110, Bet Rivers. Okay, lock it in. That's not it. Nope. In addition, oh, why does it keep doing this? In addition, Michelle, full unit, Bengals money line. Wow. Plus 215. Joey try- Burrow makes a statement. Are you trying to get the big ball award next next episode? Is that what you're trying if, to do here? If the Bengals win this game outright, and I have two units on this game, including the 215 money line, bet your ass I better get that award next week. Straight right. up, Michelle. That's mine if the Bengals win. All right. I will I will hold to that. We will lock that in. We've got two more games for next week. We've got the Baltimore Ravens against Arizona. 
pass. Pass. Although this is the other teaser spot, I will say. Um, if you're looking to tease. If you're looking for one of those Wong teasers. Uh, I don't know what the totals like on this game, but you could you could grab the Chiefs and the Ravens, two so, two good road teams. Yeah, the Ravens are favored eight and a half here. Yeah, so I think for the teaser people, that's the one. Okay. And last game for Sunday night. You know what, Michelle? Wait, I'm betting that. I'm throwing in a half unit on that. That's a good play, and I think the books might move these games off this number if those teasers come in. Okay, so, so we're going to do a teaser, Kansas in. City, and the Baltimore. Baltimore. Yep. Okay, and last half unit, you said? That I just need to, like, I bet all of these for the most part. This one, I need to go on the apps and see who gives me the best number for the teaser. Okay. So I'll post it. Um. So the last game is Chicago versus the Chargers. The Chargers are favored to win, minus eight and a half. It looks like across the board. And there's a minus nine and a half, too. How could you lay eight and a half points with the Chargers? I don't know. I hate this. I don't even think this is bettable, but I I don't know. Are you taking Chicago? I are not going to touch it. Oh, man. Plus nine and a half at FanDuel. Yeah, at minus 110, I mean. I don't know. I feel like a core unit on this might be just. You doing it? I am so down on the Chargers right now. Um, See, people sometimes, they shit on us, Michelle, for the smaller unit plays. But, like, a quarter unit, a half unit, like, I care about that, you I, know? So, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's it's still a significant bet, I guess. Yeah, just uh, I feel like just a little something and maybe. It's like one of those situations where the Chargers win and I lose my bet. I still will be happy because I need to turn it around for me in fantasy football. But if they win, make a little extra money. So you're doing it? Yeah, I'm going to do a quarter unit just on the Chicago plus nine and a half at FanDuel, minus 110. All right. So let's wrap up the show. Let's do Monday Night Football and then we'll, we'll get on out of here. Monday Night Football. We've got the 49ers at Minnesota. Mm -hmm. The line right now is at minus six and a half. I think. Just want to double check. Let's get a live. Ooh, seven. Seven plus seven. Although the sevens look to be kind of juiced up um, on Minnesota. Minus 115 if you want a seven. Hmm. Any thoughts for you? You've been you've been doing well with this 49ers and Vikings team. You seem to have a decent feel for them. I think 49ers are gonna take care of business. Even with everybody out. Do we have an injury update? We've got McCaffrey is still questionable. Yeah, so the I'd say the key injuries for tonight, Trent Williams is out. Left okay. tackle, your boy Brock, his bodyguard's missing. Is Debo Samuel is out. out. Christian McCaffrey is expected to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and on defense, this uh, Greenlaw, the linebacker, he's questionable. He missed last game. Keep an eye on him. He's a really good player um, and a big piece of the defense. So, Does the Vikings have anybody out? Well, they've got Justin Jefferson. Out. Um, they have one of their guards. But for the most part, 
you know, Jefferson's the big one for that team. I don't love this game because, I, you know, we only got a very slight taste of what Brock can do with all these players out, but I do think he'll figure out how to get it done. Yeah, kind of interesting um, in terms of, like, the splits and whatnot, and I'm just going to read off, like, the PFF data because depending where you look, it could be different, but... With the spread, Michelle, it looks like the public and the, call it the sharp money, are both kind of aligned on the 49ers. About 80% of the tickets, 85% of the cash. So not a whole lot on the Minnesota spread. But then the money line, when you go down here, only 10% of the tickets on the Vikings money line but over 50% of the cash. So it looks like the people who are opting to bet the Vikings, like the, the larger wagers, are coming in on the money line yeah. rather than the spread. Um, so that's interesting to me. And I, I kind of agree with that in the sense of like, the Vikings are either going to damn well win this game outright or they're going to get their wheels blown off yeah. here. So I think in a game where... I don't have a great feel. I'm just going to take a pass. But that Minnesota money line is a little interesting to me. Just, I mean, the books absolutely cleaned up this week. So, you know, this would be wild if, if they get another one here. With the Vikings in an outright win, I'm sure there's a lot of 49ers, parlays, teasers. You know, obviously the spread as well, as I mentioned. So, we'll see, but popcorn game for me, Michelle. All right. And we have another game tonight. Oh, yeah. It's, this is a real game of the night, to be honest. really is. I, I probably won't even watch Monday Night Football. Or the Monday Night Football gets the iPad tonight. Wow. Big TV's going to the Phillies. So, is tonight the night? Do they bring it home? I think the line is minus 190, the money line, 185. Yeah. So minus, oh, wow, it's really juicing up. You betting it? I am not because I want to enjoy it. You don't so, want to have that like. I don't. This is, I really want them to finish them tonight. And let's go to the ship. Full unit. Phillies money line minus 185, but MGM. You got Nola pitching. Our absolute, actually, we have two aces on this team. And I'm even going to go as far as to say, like, Rangers been lights out too, but you can't get in front of Aaron Nola right now. No. The way he's pitching, he's pitching for that big ass contract that he's earning. I am comfortable, Michelle, laying 185. Full right. unit. Bet MGM. Let's That'll do it. Do it. Hopefully we'll be celebrating later. And to all the non-Philly listeners, sorry again for the always Philly bias, but we got to enjoy it while we can. A lot of a lot of dark times in our uh, our Philly days, so enjoy it. Not anymore. Not Let's anymore. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs>